feature presentation. And welcome back, constant listener, to Road Trip Cinema. I am your host, John Rhodes, and with me is none other than Saeed. What are we, what are we right. discussing today? Yeah, we're here for Godzilla 1998, the very first American Godzilla film. And it wasn't called Godzilla 1998, it's just Godzilla, but just hey. doing that to distinguish which one we're talking about right now. Oh, because there's so many just Godzilla. Like, there is three or four different just Godzilla. I don't want people getting confused. Oh, you say Godzilla 98 and everybody knows what you're talking about. Well, hey man, if we're talking and have our uh, European listeners out there, this is the Godzilla film they think of. <laughs> Yeah, you sent me that article. Was about like Sweden or something or Turkey? Generally in Europe, this is the one that was first widely distributed. This is their Godzilla. That's that's sad. As somebody who's also this was my first Godzilla. That's that's pretty sad. I feel bad for them. Yeah, this is this one did incredibly well throughout Europe, and actually when uh, Legendary's 2014s came out. They hated it. Yeah, they hated it because they thought it was just a remake of the 98 one. Could Roland you? Emmerich's <laughs> classic. I don't know all about classic, but you mentioned Roland Emmerich, and goddamn, if his fucking style isn't just draped all over this fucking movie. Well, I mean, he was the third director I was able to find that was fully signed on. Uh, first was James Cameron who I think wasn't given the budget he wanted and just told everyone to go fuck themselves. He's pretty infamous for that. Like, there's a lot of stories about, like, Jurassic Park was like that. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. he was gonna do was like that. Like, a lot of things he's like, give me a bunch of money. No, fuck you. Say, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> Which is very ballsy, but it's never not working for him. Next was the guy that made Speed. And apparently... He was going to make it where Godzilla fought a giant alien in New York City. and Like a griffin monster thing. Yeah. And he'd be, like, from Atlantis, and he'd be, like, the savior of Earth. I don't know. Sounds fucking stupid. And yeah. then we get Roland Emmerich, who uh, is not a fan of the series, because he's European, and they didn't have a whole lot of exposure to the series. It's kind of weird, though, that, like, he really kind of took it. I, I hate to say back to basics because this film is not at all like 54, but it takes inspiration in the idea that Godzilla is not the savior. He's just the creature. Yeah. Like there's no, it's fighting off the bad monster and all this is not our savior. And on paper, this should have worked because it, I mean, he was the independence day guy. Yeah. He made like one of the biggest disaster films ever. So a monster movie should be, fucking easy but it just didn't it didn't come together i'm gonna be very harsh to this movie but it's because i am treating it as a godzilla movie and that's this film's biggest problem because this is a very average b movie monster movie like really it's not terrible as far as monster movies go because they're all pretty terrible typically (laughs) but because it has the name of godzilla it has so much to live up to and it does not. Uh, I'm not going to be harsh on it because I'm just viewing it as a movie. I don't love this franchise. As I said on the last episode, I grew up with the silly-ass Godzilla. So 
anything that's halfway decent and taken seriously is a bonus to me. So, yeah, he's not dancing, so there's that. Okay, so you or have Gatsuki that blows smoke. <laughs> or Manila. That was the other one. Gatsuki, I think, was the cartoon one. And Manila was the weird, like, little person in a suit. Yeah. But uh, you were asking me before we started recording how many pages of notes I had. Now, when we did 54, I had two pages of notes. We do this one. I wrote very big. I have half a page of notes. I wrote very big. I wrote very big. <laughs> I wrote small for the other ones. I wrote, like, look at this quick comparison. That's Shin. That's 98. <laughs> but I've got half a page. Uh, I think the acting, for the most part, is terrible. Really? Because they're all hamming it up. It's as if every actor is going, yeah, but it's a Godzilla movie. Because all they have for Godzilla movies up until then is those cheesy ones we talked about where it's dancing and blowing smoke rings and beating up another guy. Do you think guy Matthew Broderick's bad in this? I think Matthew Broderick is terrible in this. Ah, I like him. I think Kevin Dunn, who plays the general, terrible. Uh, I, I don't even remember the rest of the guys. I think the only one I was slightly redeeming was the French dude. I already forget his name, but he's a big actor. Uh, yeah, something like uh, that. But even that is a bit, it's like, it's just hammy. All of it is played so cheesy. And it's like, you can either go all the way and make it serious, or you can go all the way and make it cheesy. Giving me something in between makes me hate this more. Ah, uh, see, I don't have a problem with the acting. I really, really? don't. Um, my biggest attraction from this film is it's too long. Oh, God, it's so long. I just wanted it to be over. And then... Godzilla's not even really in the last third of the movie. What are you talking about? The whole conclusion is them running from him, and then, well, I I want to get the pronouns right. Them? It? I don't know. I, yeah. It's a, I just say it for creatures. Okay, it. Getting but, away from it. But th- th- it's this whole sub-story that takes up almost the entire third act of the babies that it hatches, it laid eggs in Madison Square Garden. Okay, so this movie's biggest problem is that Godzilla isn't Godzilla. It's a creature. And I understand a creature being scared and destroying a city. That'd be exciting. Godzilla really doesn't destroy anything. Godzilla is just constantly running and hiding, running and hiding. It never attacks anything unless it's attacked first. It's just running and hiding. and Like an animal? Most, yeah, but <laughs> but it never, it's not, it's not going through and destroying a building because it can. It's not like a scared animal that's just powering and destroying buildings in its wake. It's weaving between buildings like it's nimble as hell as if New York City is this big, wide open city. It's not. It's very narrow. But it's the U.S. government and military that really does all the destruction like for the Chrysler building. That would have been cool to see Godzilla fucking take it down, but no, it's fucking, the helicopter shoot it and blow it up. and Almost all the destruction is from the humans. Yeah, I, I like that little point that I do. Know, I think that's so boring. Like, nah. like I don't know. It, it makes the government and military seem so stupid, sluggish, which they're supposed to to an extent. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the point. But if you're doing that, then you don't have Godzilla doing anything. Because Godzilla really doesn't do anything. No, it's just trying to exist as a dumb animal. Okay, so its whole purpose is to come lay eggs. Why the fuck is it trying to get to Madison Square Garden to go lay the eggs? You got this crowded city of people trying to blow you up. Well, at what point a scared animal would take off and say, "All right, fuck that, not going back there." Well, I mean, the salmon swim upstream, uh, trying to get past grizzlies and everything to get to their spawning ground. 
Yeah, but that's not like a guarantee, and that's also like where they came from. Godzilla's not like from New York City. He's not like a Ninja Turtle down in the sewers. Yeah, I don't know. Because plot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I mentioned well, two on, of my things. on that exact same reason, why'd Godzilla go to Tokyo in 54? Ah, oh, fuck, I remember there was a reason, but I can't think of what it was now. There's not. No, there was a reason in the book, and... <laughs> oh, it was not the film. Too. It's almost like it just needed to come feed. Because in the book, it kind of eats people. It's like, it ate the train in the film. Yeah. But it's, like, it's not played as much as an animal, as consideration oh. or Shin is. Yeah, oh, the Japanese have always treated it as, like, a god. That's how they always want to... Yeah, kind of like a deity. It. Yeah. So, whereas the Americans are like, nope, big dumb animal. You know, it, I would <laughs> like that if it was more like an animal then. Like, they almost felt like they were scared to go through with it. And I'm going to hate on this movie a lot. I don't dislike the design. I like it. It's not very Godzilla, but I like it as a monster design. Yeah, I, I think they did the right thing, and... When approaching this to completely change it up. Because if you're too close, you're just going to be compared regardless. Right. Like, so, look, the Americans can't even make our Godzilla right. Well, which they still got, but... Yeah, but they did it because it's a bad movie. I think when remaking anything, you have to change up a lot. Or there's not really a point in retelling. I'll definitely be talking about that next week with shit. But... Let's go to the visuals then, since we're talking about Godzilla's design. This will be interesting, because you streamed it, and I watched the 4K disc. Okay, yeah, I'm curious to see how this compares. There's a couple points where you can see they use actual animatronics, and when you see those, it's impressive. It looks great. It looks fucking fantastic. But the CGI was still a little too early and young for what they wanted it to do in this movie. So it looks rough. It's really weird, because there are scenes... That look fucking incredible, and then there are scenes where it's night and raining, and they got spotlights, and it's like, oh, that looks like it's copied and pasted on the screen. Yeah, and it's so weird because even like when he's destroying the dock and coming up out of the water and everything, it's like that looks fucking yeah. amazing. Great, and I, I think the issue is, and it's kind of funny we talked about how King of the Monsters, the American version, inspired Jurassic Park to an extent. This movie is very clearly inspired Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. It's like Emmerich tried to do Godzilla with Jurassic Park kind of things. And the biggest inspiration I would see is like the Raptors, the CGI, the Raptors, all of that. But it's what Spielberg did with Jurassic Park and using CGI, and he almost pioneered the blockbuster use of CGI. Because, I mean, it existed, but it was still, they were going to do claymation shit for the dinosaur. I know, right? So it was still being pioneered. And the way they did it was they used very fixed angles and shots. They were very clear of exactly what they wanted, what they needed, how they were going to do it. Where Godzilla 98 wants to just take you as a camera flying through the city following some miniature helicopter between buildings and weaving. It's like, we're just not there yet, though, for that kind of stuff. While Jurassic Park was so careful and meticulous about how, when, and where they used the shot. Like, think of every time you saw the CGI T-Rex, especially you're talking about Night in the Rain, when you have that pulled back shot of the T-Rex biting through the cables and stepping forward, that camera is fixed. It does not move. It doesn't go anywhere. And even the things it interacts with aren't really there. So it's very easy to insert that into your shot where Godzilla 98, like I said, the, it's a camera that's flying between buildings and following a giant monster. 
and you have a, a physical spotlight moving around that you have to have hit this monster. Right. And yeah, it, I agree. It, it wasn't there. It's just too early. I could see what they're going for, but at some point, I kind of wish it was just the guy in the suit, which they even had. They did suit Mation for this. Really? Yeah. You can well, see the, it with the, the, the Raptor ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. But there is summation for huh. main Godzilla. And a lot of the times it's CGI'd over. It's almost okay. like they just used it for reference. Okay. But I think overall, visually, it's bad. It's too much CGI. When it is animatronics and suitmation, I think it looks better. But everything with the baby Godzillas looks terrible. I really? Think, I think their design, even the suits, I think the design looks bad. It just doesn't look right. Uh, on the 4K, I will say they looked fine. I had no issues with them. It's the adult monster that there are moments where it's just like, ooh, that looks bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially what you're saying with the night shots where mm-hmm. it's raining and it comes up and stomps forward to eat some fish. And then they shoot a bunch of rockets and somehow all of them miss the 200-foot tall monster. Well, I also like how they address that, though, that they're using heat-seeking and it's fucking cold-blooded. It's a lizard. I, I will say the one thing I did like about it is while typically Godzilla is always taking bullets and rockets and it's like invincible, this one, blending to your animalistic things, it takes yeah. damage, it, it dies. I mean, the thing dies in the end. Yeah. The whole thing, and we're like, this is going to be huge and we'll have so many franchise sequels and there's a baby that got away, which, did you know that became its own animated series? Yeah. And I remember it. I watched I, it. I didn't know there was an animated series until we were watching through this and I thought, I kind of want to watch that. That looks pretty good. And I heard <laughs> good things. Like, it, apparently, even people who hated this Godzilla really enjoy that animated series because it is like Godzilla going fighting the monster of the week or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. That's totally what it turned into. Um, I, I think having watched this, if somebody had enough time, you could edit this and make a fucking great film. Like, we were talking about another film before I even watched this. And then watching this is like, there's a great film in there. They just didn't deliver it. See, I disagree, just because in my next point down here on my list is <laughs> bad directing. I I feel like Roland Emmerich really just kind of copy and pasted every War of Group of Humans trying to decide what to do next scene from Independence Day. Like, you could have put shots by shots and it would have been almost the same. Is it the same cinematographer? Yes. Because you can't follow up and do the exact same thing over and over. Yeah, it was it's, him, cinematographer, and writer. Could you tell... Watching it, like, I felt like every time I saw them all standing around a computer, I'm like, I could just be watching Independence Day. It didn't even occur to me once. Oh, my God. The entire time, I'm like, you just took all of it and made it worse. <laughs> like, I like Independence Day, but you're taking the boring parts of Independence Day and making it bad. I just, I don't know why we're doing this again. You just did this, like, a year ago. Because it worked. But it doesn't work this time. It's well, fucking that's, boring. <laughs> that's what Hollywood does. I guess, but I don't know. I on paper, like I said, on paper, Roland Emmerich should have been a good kid. And it's disappointing the direction he went with. Well, I think the problem when we're talking about that is more what he was trying to convey. Because you're watching this and they're treating it like it's Jurassic Park. Like right. you're supposed to have these awe moments and everything like that. I'm watching it and it's like, why are you going for that? This should be fucking horrifying this thing just came ashore like the the scene where it's eating the truck 
full of fish. They and play, the dude like, is spectacle. in it. Yes, yeah. it should not be a spectacle. This should be fucking horrifying. I think the, and he the, never tries to make it scary. Never. To, I agree. It's that moment should feel like the T Rex biting through the the gate and getting out of the pen and realizing, oh, we're kind of fucked right now. But instead, it feels like they're at that scene where the doctors first see the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. Like, oh, it's incredible. It's like, is it? Because I'm shooting my pants right now. If I'm there and seeing this, I am. I'm pissing and I'm trying to run and knowing it's going to be futile if this thing wants to be dead. Right. That's the big problem. Is it feels like spectacle throughout the entire film, and I think had they shot it to be a horror film. I think it would have been a lot more successful. I think it would have been successful if they shot it as a, you know, disaster film. It could have. Like, it should have been. But, yeah, it's just, it's got this weird, gross, like, Independence Day paint job over top of Jurassic Park themes. And it just doesn't work well for me. Fair enough. I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot more to add to that. I mean, yeah, I, I think the tone's all wrong. I think the cinematography is pretty bad, too. I think I don't have a problem with it. I think the overuse of CGI really hinders it because now you're just getting flying cameras that look like shit. I think at the start when they were trying to keep Godzilla not completely in frame, it works better because you're almost revealing. Yeah, but you're by just the time we feet see and teeth and shit yeah, like that, but by the time we're chasing through the city, let me see. Like at some point, I need to be able to see it all in frame. If I'm already a camera flying through the sky then there needs to be some kind of leeway with what I get to observe in one shot. And it's almost my, my problem opposite with, with no, we've talked about uh, how throughout the film you barely get glances of this thing and they're always on the ground with the characters. But the moment they understand what the creature is and we kind of see it and we're understanding it better and they bring in the cinematographer character, now we're getting flying shots through the sky and following the creature and seeing it in its fold like the cinematography almost needs to evolve if you're going to play this as like a we're keeping it shot close as more of a reveal at some point you have to reveal right and they don't and it burns me it makes me mad it's like i just i don't know what i'm seeing half the time and a lot of the time i'm imagining what the whole creature is because i've seen it in other movies or a game or a show or something but it's very rare in this movie that you get a full shot of it. And even when you do, it's all tangled up in bridge cables and shit. Fair enough. I'll give you that one. Uh, the last note I have is this movie had a fucking insane marketing campaign. I, I'm sure you remember it Absolutely. better than I do. But even at fucking Dude. three years old, I remember this movie's marketing. Do you remember the Doritos commercial? Where it was just Godzilla picks up a fucking Doritos truck and just shakes it into its fucking mouth. And it's just a bunch of Dorito bags. I don't. I remember the Taco Bell commercial where it's literally, they cut and paste the chihuahua that they used to use as their advertisement into the scene where he's stomping down where uh, the cameraman is. Yeah. And they talk about Taco Bell and it's just like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's wild how huge of a marketing campaign, how many collaborations there were. Do, and Do you want to know why? I found out why in my research. Okay, I would love to know why. The studio executives viewed the film, but it was so close that they couldn't do reshoots. So they just upped the marketing campaign so they could front load audience members knowing 
before word of mouth got out, everyone would have already gotcha. seen so it. So they're like, okay, this movie sucks. How do we make this movie money back? <laughs> Get as many people in at the start as we can and hope for the biggest opening weekend. That is, that is exactly and what they did. As much as I'm shitting on this movie, this movie was a huge success. Yeah. It was huge. It was all over the place. The marketing was insane. Apparently, internationally beloved in Europe, yeah. not so much you know Japan or America. No, but... Japan fucking hated it. That's why <laughs> yeah. they resurrected Godzilla. Well, they call they don't even consider this Godzilla. They call this a Zilla, and then they killed it in Godzilla Final Wars in 2004. <laughs> they just have Godzilla tail swipe it, knock it into the Sydney Opera House in Australia, and it just kind of explodes and it's gone. <laughs> That's all I know about 98 past the film itself. Yeah, I think they felt a little insulted. Um... I don't know. I still maintain I think there's a great film in there. I don't think we got it, though. I think maybe there's a good film in the script. I don't think there's a good film in the film. I think it would need to be reshot by a completely, you know, more competent director and actors. I actually like the crew, but has to, if I was to have any say in this, we're going to cut down the human shit. Like, I don't need the love story. I don't need the reporter. Like, cut oh, that yeah. shit down. Oh, this movie's way too fucking long. Let's focus on Matthew Broderick. Alright? The, the reporter can come in, but they don't need to have a whole subplot and all this shit. Fuck it. Cut that shit. Change the tone to be more of a horror film, which this should be. And I think you've got a fucking great film. This is gonna sound weird. Have you ever seen Detective Pikachu? Yeah, actually I have. So I think what you're aiming for with that reporter character is what they do in that film. I forget the the lady's name in that, uh, but she, she, you know, she was an Ant-Man, Quantumania, she's the daughter of Cassie in that, uh, but she, that character, I feel like, is what you want, where she is like, cameraman, me, let's go, we're just gonna do this, I'm a reporter, let's go, that's yeah. all it needs to be, and it does not do that. Yeah, because, okay, she's a reporter, have her tag along, but, yeah, and, I, instead I, you get this whole sexual assault side story with her boss because he wants yeah, to fuck weird. her for the promotion and she goes, eh, fuck you, and keeps trying to jerk him, but he keeps beating her out and it's like, why Why is this in my Godzilla movie? Yeah, we don't need any of that. Well, I think it's because they're not fans of the franchise. They watch the franchise and they're just like, there's a whole lot of shit with fucking human characters in these. What are we... Yeah. Add more of that! <laughs> you know, this this argument is reminding me of, uh, <laughs> of, of what you think of the Blair Witch 2 director and how it's somebody who just did not give a shit about Blair Witch. No, he he has been vocal that he hates exactly. Blair Witch. Like, just does not give a flying fuck, but he went in and made whatever the hell he made, and it's just not what well, it should be. His was also taken over by the studio, completely re-edited. He disembowels it, so. Okay. Yeah, because he made, like, a subversive take on what the Blair Witch Project did to documentaries. Okay. And then the studio's like, what the fuck is this? We want a horror film. <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> so what was your Godzilla 98? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually give it three stars. It's fine. Uh, it's not great. Um, like I said, it needs restructured. It's too long. But if you just want a stupid monster film, this is that. Okay, I gave it one star. <laughs> and for the sake of this little podcast we're doing right now, I went through and wrote these notes, and I, you know, I wrote a lot more than I would have, just so there'd be talking points. Uh, my letterbox review—I <laughs> don't know if you saw it. 
I didn't. It's, I purposely avoided. I didn't put any of my shit on. I avoided yours too. Well, I all I did was I logged the film. I didn't put my reviews gotcha. on there. I, we were avoiding this one hundred percent. Uh, my letterbox review was one star, and my I usually write these I a couple paragraphs and where I describe what I like dislike about the movie, and I give it a little title. Mine was just one star, bad. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole review. And because I just it's bad. I could just keep saying. Oh, this is bad, and this is bad, and this is bad. But it's mostly all bad. I don't have anything really good to say about it. Like, I can't praise it. I love junk cinema. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I guess you're comparing it as just a movie. I'm comparing it as a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Whereas I, I don't hold Godzilla in any high regard. Like, I think the, the original is uh, a, a classic film that has importance. If we're excluding the MonsterVerse, which is legendary pictures films of, like, 2014, and then the 2019 King of the Monsters, 2021's Godzilla vs. Kong. My only Godzilla films are 1954, 98, and Shin, 2016. See, my first Godzilla film was Godzilla 1985. Okay, so a little cheesier than kind of stuff. And then I was like, this is awesome! Started writing VHSs <laughs> of, like, Othra and Godzilla... And I grew up, I've seen so much shit Godzilla that I'm just like, yeah, Godzilla, whatever. Dude in a suit, gonna do the dance. Woohoo! Well, that's why <laughs> after seeing this one, I kind of learned, because I was still interested a little bit, but that's when I learned, like, oh, Godzilla is just this goofy, silly monster movie, whatever. Yeah. So for the most part, I kind of swore off monster <laughs> movies from there. It wasn't until Pacific Rim came out in, what, 2013? That I was like, oh, shit, monster movies can be fucking dope. Pacific Rim fucking rocks. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, it's an average of two out of five. That's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think the review has kind of said that, that most of it was critiquing the film and ways it could have been better. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So we'll be back next week with the last of our Godzilla run with uh, Shin Godzilla. You've arrived at your destination.